everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am podcasting today from the great state of Indiana. I am in Indianapolis for Fearless. So if you're listening to this in the morning and you haven't yet seen me this afternoon, I am looking forward to coming to Fearless. Uh, We've been in town now for a couple of days and really, really excited about what God is going to do in Indianapolis tonight. Uh, We still have a couple of seats left. If you are just listening to this and you go, oh my goodness, Heidi's in town, come on out. We would love to see you. Uh, We've got, we still have room. We're not taking registration online, but if you are interested in coming, you can certainly email podcast at thebusymom.com, and one of my staff members will get back to you and give you the information uh, on tonight. So we're excited about that. I hope that you'll pray for us. Uh, we Anytime we do this, uh, there is a lot of spiritual, uh, obviously, a lot of spiritual warfare that swirls around what we're doing. Uh, and anytime you try to equip people with the Word of God, uh, Satan's gonna gonna war against it. That's just uh, spiritual warfare right there, 101. So uh, we're excited to be in Indianapolis this weekend. Then uh, I'll be uh, home for a couple of weeks, which I'm looking forward to. And then I got one more event this year. It is Fearless in Tampa. And uh, registration is just going great there. We're excited about that. If you are in that area and you'd like to come out for Fearless, I hope that you will. There's a little promo video uh, on my website now. We have a new website. So if you haven't checked that out, go do it. Uh, com, And uh, we'd love to see you in Tampa. We've got several other events that we're putting on the calendar for 2017 and a book launch that's coming out. And so as that gets a little bit closer, I'll be talking to you more about the book launch and we're going to be getting a book launch team together. So maybe keep that in the back of your mind, as well as uh, relaunching the Bible study series starting in January. So speaking of the Bible study, you guys, so many of you did that with me uh, in the middle of September and October, and I really appreciated uh, hearing from you. I've appreciated hearing what God is doing. I love knowing that you're getting together in homes and you're talking about the Word of God and you're asking Him uh, to uh, just invade your heart and your home. What an incredible opportunity. So Thank you for doing that. Thank you for everybody who has uh, signed up to be a leader. And we've got your information. And when we get ready to launch the full meal deal in January, we're going to do it a little bit differently based on the responses that we're hearing, which is what we were hoping uh, as we did this sort of uh, beta testing, I guess, mode of uh, Bible studies. So I appreciate you getting uh, in touch with us. If you have questions, show ideas. If you have got uh, just something that's on your heart that you want us to hear about, something you'd like to hear addressed, something that you'd like to see the Bible study uh, cover as we start those back up in January, please let us know. At uh, You can just email us at podcast at thebusymom.com. I had an opportunity recently uh, to spend some time with a friend of mine, and she was really struggling with um, anger. She had There was a lot of anger in her family, anger in her uh, in her family of origin, and then anger in her current family. And so she, and she has a couple of children that she is really feeling the, probably I would say the stress and the effects of it. And so she asked if I would talk about anger on the podcast. And so that's what I'm going to be doing today. And so if you are struggling with anger yourself, I'm actually going to pick this up. Uh, First, we're going to talk about the angry child, and then we'll come back, uh, next week. And we're going to talk about uh, the angry parent, because oftentimes when your kids are angry, um, it makes you angry. Can I get an amen? A moment of silence for your kids pushing you to the absolute brink, right? Because <laughs> that's what that's what they do. I'm always telling moms, listen, if, if, uh, if, if praying is driving you to your knees, uh, you're doing it right. 
Uh, that's that's part of what God is doing through parenting. He is sanctifying you, meaning he's making you more like himself if you'll let him. And so uh, this process of raising children can be very, uh, it can be tough. And so uh, if it's driving you to your knees, I want to just encourage you, you're doing it right. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8, and we're going to be talking about this in Indianapolis this weekend, uh, the Bible says that we are engaged in a spiritual battle. Uh, Peter's reminding us to be alert and of sober mind. He said, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. He's literally looking for someone to devour. And uh, I am seeing uh, the enemy take direct aim at kids in this generation. Have you seen it? Do you know what I'm talking about? And we certainly see it on college campuses. We see it on uh, streets. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had the privilege of hosting my very first radio show in Portland. I got to substitute for a really neat gal who's had her own show uh, on KPDQ FM in Portland for many years, and she was going uh, on a ministry trip to Israel and asked if I would take her two-hour show. And as I was there, the news, you know, they would the station would cut to a break and the news would come on, and uh, we would hear... Uh, what was kind of going on in the city of Portland, and because it was a it was a rush hour, uh, because it was a rush hour broadcast, I'm hearing the traffic report, and over and over, the 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 news said stay out of downtown Portland. Why? Because the Black Lives Matter was down there. They'd taken about a hundred people, and they had gone to the mayor, and when the mayor didn't uh, open his door at City Hall, and would you open your door if a hundred angry people were banging on it with their fists? Uh, and the mayor of Portland hadn't done anything to deserve that. So then they took their anger out onto the street and they started laying down across the Burnside Bridge. Well, if any of you are familiar with Portland, you know that if, uh, you know, if 200 or 300 people lay down a bridge, uh, you can't get out of Portland. Portland's got a lot of bridges, but you muck up one of those bridges and the rest of the city is going to be, you know, uh, having to pay for it. And anger... And this was is a, this is a result of anger. It's a result of a spiritual battle that we're in, and we are seeing just this bubbling to the surface. And I think, in many ways, this is why I'm praying so hard for this election. Uh, we need uh, people who are going to get into leadership in this country, locally, and statewide, and nationally, who are going to lead by example, and who are going to call out uh, wrong when they see it and who are going to address it in a temperament that is fitting of a leader. And so uh, it's part of this, this, this enemy that we have who prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, and he's literally after the young people of this generation. And the Bible says in Proverbs 29, verse 22, an angry man stirs up dissension, and a hot-tempered one commits many sins. And so really, uh, anger is something we don't want to put up with in our own lives, and we don't want to put up with it, or we shouldn't put up with it in the lives of our kids. So you can have uh, two parents, right, and a thousand different scenarios uh, with our kids, because the enemy knows how to get exactly right to where he needs to get. And I think oftentimes as, as parents, we fall for it. You know, I certainly have. Uh, fallen for it, I'm, or I've let. Sometimes, if I'm tired, I let an angry child, you know, sort of, sort of, uh, boss me around. But I want to encourage you today toward a place of looking toward the root and not the fruit. So the fruit in this scenario is anger, right? The fruit is anger. But the Bible says in Colossians three that we don't have an option when dealing with the fruit that is anger. 
All right. In Colossians 3, verse 8, it says, but now you must rid yourselves, that means get rid of it, of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander. This is why I don't understand uh, pastors or people who call themselves pastors, I should say, uh, condoning rioting in the streets, excusing it. The Bible says, get rid of all of it. Get rid of rage, get rid of anger, brawling, the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 4, slander along with every form of malice, and instead be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as just as in Christ God forgave you. Uh, we're looking at a fruit today, and that fruit is anger. And anger really, at, at, when you get right down to it, anger is a loss of control. So when you have an angry child, what you have is a child who who just feels like it's me against the world right? And the root of anger almost always is injustice. And the the root of anger in the Black Lives Matter movement is injustice. The root of the people who you see, we saw several weeks ago rioting in Charlotte, that root was perceived injustice. Now, at the time of this recording, we hadn't uh, gotten to uh, the facts of that case. So at the time of this recording, it hadn't been proven one way or another if, it was, if the police had actually done something wrong. But what's interesting to me is that the immediate response, because there is so much anger to what, they, to what uh, a particular community feels is injustice, and the root of uh, anger is always injustice. When people mistreat us and there's nothing that we can do about it, we feel angry. Do you notice this in your kids? So this is important for parents. Uh, to remember, if you're dealing with an angry child, you might want to look at how they might feel, uh, whether it's justified or not, that they are, uh, I hate to use the word victim, (laughs) just, I'm not, I don't want to encourage a victim mentality right now, but just that if your child feels like they have been mistreated somehow, and the root of their anger is almost always injustice, so maybe that your child feels mistreated and they, or they feel helpless, there's nothing that they can do about it. So what do you want in your prayer box for that child? The primary weapon against uh, anger in a child is prayer. If you are angry, angry parents almost always have angry children. This is the fruit of rotten roots, right? Rotten roots in the lives of uh, parents often translate into the lives of their kids. And uh, people can't change people. So we need to remember that even as parents, uh, only God does this. So we've got to pray for the Spirit of God to invade the life of our child. So we want to pray and we want to read scripture to our kids. Um, So Romans 12, 21 says, do not let yourself be overcome by evil, but overcome or master evil with good. Ecclesiastes 7, 9, don't be quick to become angry. Anger lodges in the hearts of fools. And this is something that we have told our sons, particularly our teenage sons as they get older. We've noticed that boys tend to be a lot more physical and they can get angrier a little bit faster. And so we tell the boys, listen, uh, you're beating up the devil when you conquer your anger. You want to beat somebody up? Beat up the devil. Conquer your anger. Don't let him control you. Uh we don't want to be overcome by evil. We want to master or to overcome evil with good. And we tell our boys too, it's not easy, but we can trust God to do what we can't do. So ask your child, do you trust God? This thing that you're angry about, look him in your eye and talk to your, talk to your child 
about why they're struggling with anger. What is it that's at the root of their anger? Because you want to be able to get to that with your kid. And most parents know that there's a little point in descending into a yelling match, right, with an angry child or a, you know, a disrespectful teenager. And I think sometimes it's tempting for us to lose control and jump into a shouting match with a kid who's angry. I've done it. You know, like I said the other day, I raised my hand guilty. (laughs) But it's always better if we are calm and we ask the Holy Spirit to help us respond to that child. If um, if you are angry, I guarantee you your kids are going to be angry. The right response uh, to anger is to come before the Lord and to remember what He has said. So the practice of answering gently, for example, will for the most part reduce anger in your child. It's not it's not a guarantee, but it certainly helps a whole lot more than jumping in there and just getting angry uh, because your kid are angry. So you want to listen more and talk less to slow down anger. James 1, 19 and 20, my dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Proverbs 15, 1, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. These are important things to notice in the lives of your kids. So when you see something in your child, uh, and you know, man, this is this is angry, it's really going to be important to keep in mind that you um, you you recognize the root of that anger is usually injustice. It's probably, you know, your child is angry at you because they feel like you should have done something that you didn't do. Maybe you should have. But you want to really, um, the Bible says there's no option. You've got to get rid of anger. So you need to give your children consequences for their bad behavior that's based on that behavior alone and not their child, not your kid's angry emotional state at the time. All right. We want to give our kids a, a place where they can let off steam that's appropriate, right? Because what happens when you stuff something? You stuff something long enough and eventually they're going to blow up anyway. So it's not the anger that's wrong. The Bible says in your anger, I I actually think this is interesting. A long time ago, uh, someone said this to me because I was dealing with anger in my own life, having grown up with it. And uh, my friend pointed out that the verse that says, in your anger, do not sin. God understands anger and it's okay to tell your child that, you know, if they're old enough to understand. It's okay to say, look, the Lord understands uh, that that you're angry and you're frustrated. The sin comes when we deal with our anger uh, wrongly. That's why the Bible says get rid of rage, which is a byproduct of anger and malice and brawling, all those things. The Bible says get rid of them. Uh, so you want to give your kid a safe place to let off steam and uh, give them the time to get over being angry and then realize that those negative uh, actions are going to have consequences, and you got to be committed to it. So one effective way to teach your kids how to deal with anger appropriately is just show them that you <laughs> that you have you deal with it too, right? We do that right when we've asked our kids to clean up, or we say, "Hey, it's your turn on the kitchen." Like I make a chart, you know, for my kids, and we do the same chart for six months at our house. Uh, I used to do it. I used to swap up swap jobs every uh, week, but it got to be too much work for me. And so one day I was like, "Never mind. This is your job for six months. <laughs> you're on kitchen. You're on laundry. You have the entryway. You're the one who makes sure all the garbage is cleaned out of the car." And one of my kids just threw the biggest fit. I mean, she sat down on the floor and every time I asked her to do something, she get, you know, let out this huge sigh. And so finally I started just every time she did that, I gave her something else to do. And I told her, I said, every time you respond that way, you're going to get another toilet to clean. Every time you respond that way, your negative response is going to get a negative response from me, but you've got to be careful not to respond in anger. And that takes prayer. 
It takes prayer and it takes love. And guess what? God has that for you. He's got that for you with your kids and he wants you to come before him and show your children what it looks like to walk in right relationship. Like I've said before uh, on the podcast, and I'm gonna keep saying it, you can't give your kids what you don't have. You can't give your kids what you don't have. So love your kids through their anger. Um, when we come back on the podcast next, I'm going to take this a little bit further. There's a couple of things I'd like to talk about. Um, just some common issues that we deal with with our kids because we're human beings and we have it too, such as uh, pride. Some of you are struggling with it with uh, pride in your own life. Some of you have a lazy child and you don't know what to do. Um, we're going to come back and talk about a couple of those things and positive good ways to deal with them and sh- uh, taking your kids back to the word of God, because really that's where we go. Uh, that's where we go for our answers. It's real solutions for the real world because that's uh, God's real living active word. And that's where we want to take our kids. I hope you guys are encouraged today. Don't forget to leave a review for the podcast over at iTunes. Head on over to the iTunes store to do that. If you've got questions or show ideas, or you want to see my new line of awesome jewelry, check it out at HeidiStJohn.com. And I'll see you guys back here next time. Thanks for listening. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.